hey, hey! Welcome back, beautiful friend, to another episode of The Whole Voice. My name is Allie Tyler, and this show is designed to bring a little more consciousness, courage, and creativity into your everyday life. I am so excited that you are here. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. And in today's episode, we're going to be diving into the creative realms of singing. Yes, I am so excited. So if you have been following me for a little bit or you know me at all, you know that I teach people how to sing for a living. (laughs) This is my bread and butter. This is my favorite topic. I have been doing it for 12 years, which is insane to me. I've had probably around five to 600 student clients at this point. And I tell everybody that it is seriously the greatest job in the world. I can't even say the word job. Like that doesn't feel right. It's the greatest work, the greatest purpose-filled work that I've ever had. I mean, it's all I've done and I just love it so much. I have the coolest experience watching students have these amazing aha moments. I teach primarily adults who are, let's call them amateurs, but they basically come to me saying, hey, I've always wanted to learn how to sing and I have no vocal training and can you help me? Those are people who I really jive with. So I just love it. I have the coolest job ever. And I actually started my own vocal training when I was 12 years old. My mom was um, very insistent that I start learning pretty young and I really was very into it. I mean, I had to take lessons every single week from when I was 12 all the way until I was applying for colleges. And I did get my bachelor's degree in vocal performance. And then I went on to get my master's degree in vocal arts. So I've been studying singing for basically my whole life for a very long time. I've also performed in thousands of concerts. Like I truly couldn't count, including things like at the Hollywood Bowl with Andrea Bocelli, with M83, I performed on ESPN. I've had some really fun and awesome performing experiences. And singing is just, it's a part of my identity. It's really a huge, huge part of my life. So today, I wanted to share a bit about the basics of singing for any of you listening who are interested in learning how singing works. So this episode is for you if maybe you enjoy singing, but you don't take voice lessons, or maybe you want to further your understanding of singing, you want to feel in control of your own singing voice, and you want to feel confident in your sound quality. Now, I will say this, that this is not a voice lesson. <laughs> I mean, I, it can't be because voice lessons are customized, right? So this episode is really just a general framework of things that you can think about when you're singing on your own. If you ever want to further your studies with singing, be sure to take voice lessons. It truly is the best way to learn because voice teachers are there to hear your specific sound, to help you specifically with what you need. Of course, you can always reach out to me if you'd like to study with me personally, but I just wanted to create this episode for those of you who are just interested, who are curious about this whole singing thing and how it works. So, The first major concept I want you to understand is that singing is probably 70% mental 
and 30% physical. (laughs) I kind of made that up, but I think it's pretty true. I mean, after all my years of teaching, I can definitely 100% guarantee this, that what you think is what you create. I mean, think about it. Your voice is biologically speaking designed to express your thoughts and your feelings. So if the thoughts that you have about your voice are negative, guess what's going to happen? You're going to not sound the way that maybe you want to sound. The thoughts that you have about your own voice greatly impact the sound that comes out. So maybe you think thoughts like, I can't sing. I'm tone deaf. I'm not a good singer. I can't sing high notes. I sound bad when I do that. Or I'm not capable of singing that way. Or this is hard. If you ever have any of those thoughts, which I know you do because you're a human and everybody has those thoughts, then your voice is naturally going to respond to those thoughts. So the best way to set yourself up for success with singing is to change your mindset first. In fact, I'm going to steal a quote from one of my clients and who is an incredible voice teacher. Her name is Hannah Bales. One of the things that she says that is her motto is curious, not furious. And I love that. That's such a great way of thinking about it. You want to become curious about your voice, not furious with what comes out. So you really have to take the role of mindful observer rather than judgmental critic. So, so important when you're singing. You want to step into what it feels like to notice what's happening and observe what's happening in your voice and your body and your mind rather than judging everything that comes out. Which actually leads me to the second key with singing. This is to become hyper observant of what you feel in your body while you sing. Hyper observant. So ask yourself, do I hold tension? Do I strain for high notes? Like while you're singing, you got to like understand what's happening in your body that is producing those sounds because sound is produced from your body, right? And then get even more specific with it. What does your tongue do? What does your neck do? What do your chest and shoulders do? What does your jaw do? Like get really specific with the different parts of your body and notice what happens. Now, I got to say, we all have tension spots. Again, you're a human. I'm a human. I have my tension spots. It's totally normal. This is actually what I like to think about as your ego or your mind's way of just trying to help you out, right? It's like, oh, you got to sing that high note. Okay, I'll clench my jaw so that you can get that high note out. It's just our mind trying to help us out. But the reality is that singing is meant to feel easy. It is meant to feel natural, almost as if you're not really doing anything. So the more that you can get out of your own way, the better it will feel and sound. One kind of image that I like to have about singing, and this is going to really break a lot of the myths that you have about singing, is that we do not really sing from our throats. 
Okay, so if you imagine this picture where we think, oh, well, I sing from my throat and you're literally like, you can even put your hands around your throat and you're thinking, this is where I sing from. That's actually not really true. There are two places in our body that we can focus on when we're singing and the throat and the neck area and basically the chest, or if you're a female, your bra wire up to your chin is not involved. That is not one of the places we sing from. The two places that we want to consider when we're singing are our breath, which is really nice and low, way down by our belly button area. We want to be taking low, expanded inhales and then vocalizing on the exhale. So that's one area. And you can literally place your hand on your belly to think about this. And then your other area that you want to focus on is your face. <laughs> I know that sounds funny, but sending sounds in different parts of your face is really going to help you add resonance to your sound, which resonance basically means the amplification of sound. So it's really going to help amplify your voice and it's going to take away any pressure that you have again on your throat. So if you ever feel yourself throat singing or singing from your neck or straining your chest or your neck in any way, this is just a little cue for you to go, oh, wait a minute, that doesn't need to be involved. What I do need to do is take lower breaths where you're really feeling your belly expand outward on that inhale. It's kind of a weird word. I like to think of outhale. One of my students named it an outhale instead of an inhale because you're literally expanding your belly out on the inhale. And then on your exhale, you can send some of that sound to different areas of your face. So sometimes I'll tell my students, sing to your cheekbones or sing to your third eye point or sing to your mustache or anything that kind of helps send the energy up into your skull. We can have a whole different discussion about that, but it's just a really nice way of thinking about singing in general is that you are sending the sensations up in your face and releasing tension from your throat. Now, the third key with singing is that where you sing and what you sing matters. What do I mean by that? I mean where you sing in your range the registers of your voice, so we have our low voice, we have our medium voice, and we have our high voice, right? So we have these different registers of our voice, so where you sing and what you sing, meaning the words, aka the vowels and the consonants, matter. So let's break this down for a second. If you're singing, let's say, on the vowel E, like me, <laughs> and you're singing on high pitches, me, me, it might actually feel a lot harder to do than if you sing it on low or medium pitches. Me, me, that tends to be a little bit easier. Versus if you're singing the vowel ooh, like you, and you do you or ooh on the high pitches, so that might feel a lot easier and then you might notice that it might feel a little trickier to sing ooh on those low pitches ooh. not always of course every voice is different but you just will notice that different vowels different words and where you sing them in your registers and in your range make a huge impact on what you sound like 
So those are kind of three keys that you can think about in terms of singing. And here is your at-home practice. This is what you get to do on your own based off of these three elements of singing. So the first thing that I would love for you to do is you're going to spend a little bit of time to explore your own voice. Notice I didn't say judge your own voice or try and sound good. You are exploring it. And when you explore things, you do it from a non-judgmental perspective. You're just having a lot of fun noticing different things. You're exploring different areas of your voice. So again, we're shifting our mindset into the observer and not the critic. Then what you're going to do is you're going to pick different vowels to sing on. So there are lots of vowels in the English language, and I'm sure there are many more in many other languages. I think there's around 14 vowel sounds in English, which is crazy, but you can just start with the five basic vowels. So we already know them as a, e, e, o, and u. So practice singing on those vowels and you can make it up. You can do sirens, you can do scales, you can sing along with a song on any of those vowels, whatever the heck you want. Anything that you like. And then you're going to sing those different vowels in different registers of your voice. So you can start in your low voice, you can go up into your high voice, you can go in the middle of your voice. And then the fourth step is to notice how your body and your mind respond to different vowels in different registers. This is where that observation piece comes in. So you can even take notes for yourself, which I highly recommend. You can write down things like, oh, I noticed that when I sing on an ah vowel in my high register, it's really easy. But then when I do it in my low register, it gets super breathy and it sounds all husky and not as connected. Or I noticed that when I sing on an E vowel in my middle register, that feels super easy. But then when I do it up high, that does not feel good at all. So again, this is just all about exploring your own voice and knowing that you are capable of singing. I promise everyone is capable of singing. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you, that you got some basics of how singing works. If you'd like to further your singing practice, I have two free guides for you. The first one is called the five minute warm up guide. And literally you can learn how to warm up your voice in just five minutes. The other guide is the self care singing guide. And this is where you will learn how to sing as a self care practice, which is personally my favorite guide. It is so, so, so much fun. So you can download both of those for free over at thewholevoice.com forward slash shop. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I can't wait to hear how your singing practice goes. Please, please, please use your voice. I promise you have a beautiful singing voice. All you got to do is just use it and access it and explore it. And it is so much fun. It is meant for you to feel good on the inside out. And if this episode resonated with you, be sure to like and subscribe and leave a review. It really, really helps to get this podcast in front of more people. And don't forget to pass it along to any of your friends and family. I so appreciate you and I hope that you have a musical and creative and wonderful rest of your day.